back to Daniel Nathan's Pop Culture Podcast, where we talk everything music, movies, and more. I'm Nathan. And I'm Daniel. And on this, we're doing another mini episode today. Uh, this one is for the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. So as you guys have heard, we did the first two episodes in a bigger episode, but now we've changed up our, our format. So we're just going to, I guess we'll just talk about the series as a whole. Um, we can we can go through some specific moments that we really liked um, or just kind of just kind of an open discussion. Um, and I guess we'll just do a similar kind of um, non-spoiler spoiler portion. Um, so. So, yeah, I guess I, I, I guess I'll start on this one. Um, yeah, go ahead. I think I think this show. I go back and forth, but I think this is pr- one of my favorite things. My favorite live action Star Wars, I think that has come out, um, in re- mostly in uh, recent, like in the Disney umbrella of of Star Wars. This is definitely up 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 there, definitely with the series as a whole. Um, You're telling me that Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker <laughs> aren't your favorite projects? Oh, uh, that's a. That's a whole another. That's a whole season of the podcast we could go into. Um, But yeah, like I, I don't know. It's just. I mean, I feel like I'm kind of repeating myself a bit with that first episode, but I think just, just on the basis of just seeing you and McGregor back, and, um, and just all that different kind of stuff in um in this show was just so great, and the Riva character, I, I definitely. There's a lot of controversy around this character. I think, I think she was pretty interesting. Um, there are some th- things here and there in the end that we'll get to that are kind of like, it's just logic things that are kind of like, how did that work? But I think overall, the emotions that this hit, especially in the finale, were just stuff that we've seen elements like this before, but never to this effect. And I think this was just this was top 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 tier for me like the last half of the show just completely shined and that's not to say that the first half wasn't amazing as well it was still really really good but there are some moments in here that i think are right up there with the movies as far as quality and emotional punch and all that and i think yeah it was just pretty phenom- phenomenal oh um, yeah i mean yeah, I kind of go off of that. I mean, I completely agree. I think uh, the return of Ewan McGregor as um, Kenobi, was, it was just so surreal as being fans of, like, growing up during the prequel era more. Uh-huh. More so. Um, I mean, I think this show for me is kind of peak Star Wars. Like, what kind of the essence of Star Wars is Definitely. is in this show. Uh, there's a lot of controversy with, like, episode four and um yeah. certain logic and then there are certain things that i'm like eh, maybe they could have done differently yeah but i i mean i think this really is maybe i'm just a huge fan of kenobi but of the character yeah. of obi-wan kenobi yeah but the I writing think was they really the writing was also just really tight really solid yeah and i mean hayden christensen again i'm very much about performances but yeah oh um, for sure That's... and visuals and like everything i think this show really nailed this, the dynamic between Hayden and Ewan or Kenobi and uh-huh. former, the former Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Like, uh, it was just, it really was the show it needed to be at the time it came I out. I think so, yeah. And this this definitely, 
it's hard to I think judge this against things like Mandalorian because this was just a like a limited series this fits and this is something we can get into too of like should there be a season two but I think with this it worked so well as a limited it felt like a six like a six like a six a six hour movie um, and I really appreciated the fact that it was all directed by the same person there was a few different writers but that that's 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 normal for TV to have shifting writers but there was one consistent writer and then some other folks coming in but I love that it was directed by one person the whole way through which this is the f- probably the first Star Wars show even the animated stuff because there's different directors for Clone Wars and Rebels and stuff but this was really cool that it was just one singular vision the whole way through and I think that really benefited this show because think with things like Mandalorian it works because it's more more like episode like there's a there's a there's an overarching story but you're going to have certain things that benefit from having different direct directors which is why that's that show works so well but with this I love the it's one story one director and I think it really benefited from that Um, yeah I think it works better with stuff like Mando or Book of Boba to have, because to have yeah. the the multiple directors and stuff, because they tend to have like mini arcs within right their stuff. Right, their self-contained Kenobi stories focuses literally like on Kenobi, and I think and that, the dynamic is, that is where like you were Hayden. saying some kind of I guess outcry or controversy with season, with episode four. Yeah, but I think people are looking at an like there's a reason that these don't have episode titles. There's a reason they're just called part one, part two, part three, part four. So I think it's unfair to judge just an episode of this of this show for basis of quality of like, oh, nothing happened when it's wrapping up act two, you know, because it's like it's this is a part of the whole. This is and I think it was a little unfair to judge it because that episode had just dropped. So we still right. had two more episodes two of the episodes season left. So and to so say nothing like, happened is like, well, we don't know where what this right. influence. Like I, down the I line. do, th- I do think this show would have been much more well received if it was dropped all at once. I yeah. really do think that. But the, and and I mean that's not to you know we can complain about <laughs> reviews and all that stuff, but at the end of the day, it's our opinion. So you know, right. Um, but, but yeah, I think, and that's honestly something I liked is that it wasn't episodic in the general definition. Like, yes, there's episodes, but I like that. Like I, like, I think the weekend after it finished, I binged the whole thing and that was just amazing because it was literally just one movie. Um, and I think that's just so unique for for a TV show to literally just be a movie. Like they've said that with Marvel and stuff, but that still feels like self-contained arcs. But this is the first thing on Disney plus that I've seen that like legitimately just feels like a movie. Yeah. I think the Um, only series like Marvel could say, like I think would be like great, like character arcs kind of comparable to Kenobi. Yeah. Could be maybe Moon Knight, even though there are episodes that deviate or Loki. Maybe even Miss um, Marvel. We haven't at this point. Miss Marvel hasn't finished yet, so we don't. We can't. Which we will, by say. the way, do a mini episode when that. Yeah, finishes. mini episode coming soon, Miss um, Marvel. But um, you know, just a little cheap plug there. Yeah. But no, definitely with Kenobi, uh, I think 
it, it's one of those weird things that like a lot of people are used to the bingeable cycle, you know, with right. stuff like Stranger Things tends to drop, um, you know, in full. Um, when the uh, formerly Netflix shows would release, they'd all drop in full. Right. Um, Marvel Marvel shows, to be specific, the Netflix yeah, Marvel shows. The Netflix Marvel shows tend to all drop in full, mm-hmm. um, or formally. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, so they they would drop in full. Um, let's see, and but I guess I'm used to both. I mean, some shows right, are right. bingeable. Um, like so, and certain shows benefit from that style. Right, definitely, definitely, and, and I think, but there but are I certain think, shows that don't like. But I think also with this, it was cool too to have the week, the weekly, when it is one story, because you're like, okay, what what new piece is getting added to this puzzle, and it gives you a lot of right. speculation week to week, which is cool. Um, but and then it just it takes place in one of the biggest time periods, which is right. the um, the point um, after Revenge of the Sith, you know, post Order right. sixty six into a new hope yeah so it's very much in that time period you know we've seen so much content but there always seems to be more you can fill in right right and so, i guess with that is that's a good spot to go into our segue spoiler into our spoiler um, thoughts so if so, you haven't seen yeah, i mean it's been out for a while so the finale you know, you gotta catch um, up but yeah finale, yeah if you <laughs> haven't catch up yeah no, it's, but, um, it's definitely worth watching and actually if you haven't seen it this is the best time to do it because it is all out so you can just see yeah. it, and definitely if you get a chance, try to watch at least the prequels into Kenobi because yeah, there's so. a there's a huge you know benefit to having seen at least Revenge of the definitely. Sith into. Yeah, you this see the show, whole development. After finishing this, I'm currently going through the, the a complete chronological order watch, um, and so this because because of how much this reframed a lot of things about like revenge of the sith and stuff so we're getting so, yeah. close to spoilers so uh like most stuff um you yeah, know if you haven't seen the episodes or something um go check them out and then come back to hear our thoughts right. on them um but yeah let's just so let's first thing I, I just i need to get this out of the way because it was just so amazing the flashback in episode five ah uh, yes speaking the, of the, prequels and reframing things this the was big just reveal, exactly what i needed and I love okay so I know there was a lot we we were even talking about this in the first episode but like was is there going to be a clone wars era flashback which technically there is but I there, like yeah. that this is before attack of the clones. Yeah. And you can tell because he doesn't have the glove on his arm. Or yeah. Hayden Christensen returns as Anakin Skywalker. His, just let's just hands. throw it in. Yeah. Um Hayden returns as full was, on Anakin. Prior to Attack of the Clones, so he hasn't right. lost his hand to do. It was a little noticeable with the age, but I was like, it's fine. You it's know? fine. I mean, it's, it's there's nothing. There's literally nothing you can do about that, and it's flashbacks. So, and it, I mean, it was cool to see you know Ewan as well, and them have that yeah dual. Full, yeah, yeah, and I, that's something I loved. There was there's a lot of parallels in that duel, not only with like Revenge of the Sith, but with the duel at the end. No, in that episode, of the show very as well. Much. That well, whole episode, well, I kind of felt the even, duel kind of mirrored the episode, like the way the episode was going. Yeah, was you know Anakin gets the upper hand at one point. I found that then, a lot with the duel at the end of the show in the finale. Oh yes, very much so. Yeah. And I mean, we I can get into how great that that ending duel is. But, we'll get there. Um, we'll get. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get definitely there. awesome to see Hayden. Yeah, yeah. as Anakin. And I just, mean. The dream is seeing them in the Clone Wars armor, you know, right. just as fans of Clone Wars. And which and, you know, we have the Ahsoka show coming up, which and Hayden is has confirmed been to have Hayden much confirmed to come and back, flashbacks. So. 
I have been confirmed. So I wouldn't be upset if you and McGregor wanted to pop in in that too to get some. Just toss on the Clone Wars armor for my sake. But um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it was cool to see it, and especially in a time period that we don't really know too much of Phantom Menace to Attack of the Clones. And that's the thing I was gonna I was gonna mention is there there's a book that I want to get called Star Wars Brother Brother Star Wars Brotherhood. Uh, that like just came out like in May and it takes place in the same time kind of like right before the Clone Wars starts and it follows Obi-Wan and Anakin so it's cool that we're getting some exploration like right before Clone Clone Wars um, but yeah like I mean overall just even the way Hayden was playing Vader because we know he's in the suit for the most part especially in the you oh. can tell in the fight scenes that he's def- it's definitely and this is kind of getting into my overall thought of Hayden as Vader, which is I love, this is what I was hoping for is like, I know some people who were like, man, I just have a hard time seeing how Anakin in the prequels became Vader in the originals. Like some people were having a hard time making that connection and seeing that through that through through line. And this is what I love that this show did is not only in the subtleties of Hayden doing the stunt work in the suit, which I'm sure there were other stunt stunt people as well, but you can really tell there's some there's some Anakin uh, fight, yeah, moves very much like Anakin foot, movements, foot, footwork yeah. in Vader, and then especially you know with the end with the mask coming off, which we'll get to. Oh my that, god, um, yes, <laughs> but. That really, well, I mean, we'll just we'll, let's talk about it just real quick. Well, um, but I will say, right, uh, you were talking about the final fight scene um, yeah. of that. So that episode that focuses um, primarily on Anakin mm-hmm. and um, Obi Wan near the end, uh, Reva attempts to betray Vader. Right. But what's cool is, and I, I pointed this out, I think first watch through, is that we don't ever see Vader use his feet in the later uh, trilogies, like in his fight. Right. He tends to use, you know, just the heavy weight of you yeah. Know, there's you don't see metal. a lot of footwork or you, yeah. yeah. So you you can kind of still see that uh, it's hated. You like Anakin right. is in there. He's got the the footwork. Yeah, he the, does a lot of pivots and stuff. Yeah, and all stuff that, that you yeah. don't see, um, like original trilogy Vader ever exactly do. Yeah. So you yeah, can kind of see his his movements are getting slower. You know, he does the heavy swings. Right. And there's a kind of a there's kind of a cool. I'd heard this. Uh, there's kind of a cool canonical reason why that's especially in the original trilogies is that because of all of his metal limbs and stuff every time he moves it gets it's like it's really hard to do it so when he is going all out like in this it's taking a lot of he's really tapping into the dark side to be able to move that fast um and i i just think that's such a cool little little detail but um yeah yeah, there's so there's so many cool callbacks in the finale, finale, like especially, right, especially like when oh. they start, when they right before he starts dueling, he he says, "I will do what I must," which was just, oh, then you, you know, will quoting Revenge die. of the Sith, um, very much. Um, this that finale was like combining probably the best parts of Revenge of the Sith. Um, yeah, if you've seen Rebels, uh, Twilight of the Apprentice, right, very much taking like the biggest moments in Vader's history. Yeah, yeah, and kind of just like really setting up this this heart-to-heart, really, mm-hmm. battle between Obi-Wan and Vader. Yeah, and I think it was brilliant the way they did it, too, because um, 
I don't know. It's just there was a lot of I feel like the main worry with this show was the whole line in A New Hope of like when I left you I was but the learner now I'm the master now I'm the master but there are things that people forget about that line which is saying when I left you which yeah. is Vader leaving Obi 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 Wan and I think that was the big thing is this show really stuck to that line and made and a lot of other things canonically too of making sure that it fits in that continuity um and I think the time they chose to explore this works because they're still they're still 10 years after the Kenobi show to a new hope right um so there's a lot of time to digest these events for the characters um and yeah it's just I just think it was absolutely brilliant um and then you know and like the mask comes off and uh. you see you lit like then this is kind of what I was saying earlier about like you literally seeing Hayden inside the 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 suit and the makeup that they put on him really made him look you could you could like I I rewatched the end scene in Return of the Jedi and he looks legitimately like an older Hayden Christensen with that makeup on it really mm-hmm. helps to again get that like through line in there um and like you I mean, know the voice it, shifts between Hayden I mean the very much followed of the apprentice were Matt, Matt yeah. Lanner who played Anakin and, you know, Clone right. Wars and all that. Um, they did with the James Earl Jones kind of mix, and here they right. do it with the re-speecher of right. uh, James Earl Jones. But, yeah, I mean, it is so cool to hear Hayden speak with, you know, the slight, like... And it was interesting the way I... Something I noticed throughout the uh, season is very much, even with the re-speecher of James Earl Jones, it seemed almost like they were trying to get a Hayden mix... You right, know, like the the rage, the the contempt for Obi Wan, definitely, definitely. So, like through the whole season, it's really just that you can. It's like you hear James Earl Jones, you hear Vader, definitely. But it's with this intonation of Hayden, right? And that that that's why I so appreciate the series because it really like it like like well, like we've been saying it it really helps to show yeah this is how Anakin became Vader. Oh, and then there's you know. just the great line of, I did, of, you didn't kill Anakin. I, I did. did. Right. And, and then, then that ties in perfectly with A New Hope because a lot of people were like, well, Obi-Wan just lies to Luke all the time. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> and oh, he's right. like, he's like, no, Darth, Darth Vader killed um Darth Vader Anakin, killed Anakin, Anakin Skywalker. How perfect to, and that's what I'm saying too about the, like the canonic really sticking with the can with the canon. Of any like you know he calls him Darth, which he does in yeah. Hope. At the end of this one, he finally um, calls him by Darth. Yeah, but yeah, like I'm just, just overall like that impressions. Just all that. <laughs> and Darth. I did, I did a really bad Alec Guinness just there, but um, yeah, uh, yeah, just overall uh, all that stuff I think was great. Um, and what I w- want to get into real quick is the way they wrap up Leia's story. Um, which I think just had just just as much, if not almost if not more of an emotional hit with that end scene in I, what we're getting to is just that this finale was just perfect the, the finale like, was the finale everything was it needed to be absolutely perfect like, um and the speech that obi-wan gives to leia of like you know you're kind-hearted and wise and these are qualities of your of your mother and you are 
compassionate and forth forth forthright and these are gifts from your father yeah and that just that that tore me up man <laughs> like that that just i know and i mean and it's so cool because there's a lot of moments where he kind of mentions like the good of anakin that right. despite everything that anakin became like honestly the moment that they fought anakin died that day right and that's when vader was born yeah exactly and and it's so brilliant too because even after he just had this this fight with Anakin with Anakin in this show even after he still remembers Anakin as his brother and he still yeah. remembers the good and he never loses sight of that which helps at the end or at the end of Return of the Jedi when he's talking with Luke he's like there there is still good um, and it's like Obi-Wan used to think the same. Right, like, exactly. Um, and yeah, like, they they did, again, with the canonical stuff, too, of like, they really make sure to stay within the canon with saying, look, with Leia being like, am I ever going to see, 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 see you again? He's like, well, maybe, but you just have to keep it discreet. Yeah. And that was a complaint I had seen a lot of people have, too, of like, how why would leia say years ago you served my father in the clone clone wars if she knew ben right Right. like that's the kind of complaint and what what i say to that is that and what i think the show says to that is that you have to be you have to be discreet you have to make it as though you don't know the jedi because the jedi are being hunted and so there's two reasons why i like that she says that in a new hope that this series has done one is that there's that discreetness but two I love the thought of that because now she knows a little bit about what's happened with her father Um, and so she's like years ago you served my father in the Clone Wars you were the Jedi that everybody turned turned to so I need that Jedi to come help save me she's like Like my father you you were this and I worked need, with my father, like, and it's almost how Bale was in the beginning of the sh- yeah. of the of the show. He's like, "Can you just do this one time? Can we get General Kenobi?" Basically, is what he's yeah. saying. Um, and then so, Grievous popped out of nowhere. No. <laughs> Your General Kenobi, and he's <laughs> yeah. just transformed. No, but um, yeah, um, it was very much the um, the arc is really uh, Kenobi throughout this whole season is him kind of finding that courage to to become that general one more time it's literally the hero's that the hero's journey he goes from the you know the after the events he's almost he they really go through the trauma of order 66 like he sensed that you know the 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 loss of life and all that right and now after fighting his brother he's sworn to protect the children right but he is shattered when we first find him like totally and then that when he sh- when he's shattered, he keeps trying to rebuild the connection to Qui Gon Jinn. I wonder. I wonder who we're and, talking about. And at the end, we get well. And I right love before that, that right, right before right that, end, I don't want to give away too much. What's up? But we do get the famous line. Yes, that it's one of those I said I wanted and completely forgot. Until yeah, it and it was a brilliant way to introduce it too. When like he's meeting Luke, uh, we get the famous hello there, hello there. Yeah, and that was just that was great. I love. I was, I the was thinking. Back. I was like, if I feel like they're gonna do it, 
but how can they do it where it doesn't feel yeah, cheesy? Yeah, it doesn't feel like they did it's it just to do it. perfect because it yeah. ties all the way back into when he first meets when he first meets Luke in or well, first meets or when Quote unquote, when, yeah. when they when they're reunited old man, I guess in when, yeah, old man Guinness in, meets um uh, a new hope he new says hope, hello yeah. hello there. Um and so it's perfect that the introduction of Luke to Obi-Wan in this, he says the same line and then it works because it's the meme. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that, yeah, that was, and then like, that's when just, General Kenobi so shows well up created. and then slaughters everybody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, and then, and yeah, so getting in like, yeah, I mean, we got freaking Liam Qui-Gon Jinn. And I just thought it was, we it did it. Perfect yeah. amount of Liam Neeson at the yeah, end. Liam like, I'm glad it was right at the role. end. Um, and then, and then too, like he's he's in, he's in uh, Obi Wan. I like how he's in like the more Alec Guinness white robes, which is cool. I feel like Liam Neeson was uh, speaking to the fans. It took you long <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it it did. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, yeah, like, it was so cool. And I mean, again, they're setting up throughout the whole season that um, yeah, um, Obi Wan is trying to connect with Qui Gon, right? Like trying to kind of get guidance and. I mean, it was kind of, I don't want to say very obvious, but from the beginning, you know, they're kind of recapping Revenge of the Sith in yeah. the first episode. And then they mention the line of uh, Yoda speaking to Obi-Wan. Right, right. Saying yeah. that, you know, oh, um, training I have for I you. I can, you know. training I have for you. And then, like, you'll be able to commune with your old master. You right. Qui Gon Jinn. Exactly. So it's like, why would you include and, that if you're not going to tease, you know, the right. appearance of and Liam Neeson? This was one of the coolest things. I I was talking to my brother and some other friends about this, but the thing I find most brilliant about this show is that it each part parallels the first six Star Wars movies, right? So check this out. Right, so break it down for me. Episode one is them on Tatooine and something happens and they're taken off that planet, right? And they go somewhere else to start that adventure because in episode one, they're the, f- the fuel in the ship breaks. So they have to go to uh, Tatooine to get the parts and then they go off and start their adventure. Right? So there's already a parallel there. And then in episode two, you have like clones. You, 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 you see that one that one clone there's kind of the underground it kind of looks like Coruscant a little a little a little a little bit right and you got um, drugs you got death sticks right right, right. Uh, and then there was there was something else I can't remember about episode two well there's a bounty hunter hunting right a bounty hunter a, that's um, what it was yeah the Jedi um, and then in three there's a duel and there's fire right it's when they first meet when Vader and Kenobi finally meeting, appears, yeah, right, and there's a little, there's a duel there, and Obi Wan gets burned in the fire rather than Anakin, so there's kind of a juxtaposition there. In up in Episode Four, Leia gets captured and on a Imperial base, base, for lack of a better word, yeah. and Obi Wan has to save Leia. And then in Episode Five, the bad guys pretty much win over. Obi over Obi 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 Wan. They're like they're taking over. They're they're the the empire's taking over the base like Hoth base, right? And in the end in Episode Six is the final is the final duel, Never and this kind of wraps back it. around to Liam Neeson because I was hoping like I love the way Liam Neeson came back. Like that was definitely the second best option, but I feel like a great way to do it 
would have been right before right before he duels he makes the connection to Qui-Gon Jinn and he's like I think there's still good in him to kind of parallel when Luke is talking to Force Ghost Obi-Wan I think that would have been a great way to mirror Return of the Jedi with Obi-Wan talking to Force Ghost Qui-Gon who is kind of as Dave Filoni has said the the father figure that Anakin needed because Obi- Obi-Wan wasn't that he was only the brother yeah. Um, and so it would have been really cool to see that. I think that would have been the perfect way to bring him back. But this was also great, too. And what this does is it kind of gets into our future thoughts because we're almost coming up on half on a on a half hour. So I guess to get into the final thoughts uh, with with Liam Neeson coming back, do you think there will be a season two of like seeing some more training or would you f- for me, this is kind of how I feel I kind of don't really want a season two because they were going really strict in that canon and i feel like if they do any more they're getting close to rebels and there may be some things there but if they can find a way to do it i'm down Um, but i feel like it's tough i i I very much would like it in terms of just because i love seeing one mcgregor i love kenobi but in terms of do i need it no i think this was a good way to be like this is the separation between doth and Every time I speak his name, um, the separ- separation between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan, I'm like, and that's kind of all we need. Right. It's like, all oh, cool. We know he was finally able to commune with his master. Mm-hmm. That's all we need. I, I don't feel like a se- It's how I feel about jo- the, the Joker film. Right. Where, I mean, if they do a sequel and they find a really creative way to do it, cool. Right. Is it necessary? No. I think they ended it perfectly. Yeah. Where I just I also have to. feel like it was so special seeing you and McGregor back that I don't yeah. want that to feel not special anymore. Oh, it will always feel special. I see Kenobi. Like, ah. <laughs> right, but I just I feel like there was a magic here. Yeah, I, I know what with you mean. And coming back, and I just don't want it to be like, okay, we're, yeah, he's back again. You know, yeah. Because like I feel like there was something really special here, and I want I want to keep that. You know, but yeah, and very much would I don't want. Like, I guess if it they did do a season two, I'd rather them keep him away from Luke and Leia. I think it would be cool. I think the, a way would... A, a way because they, could they would do it, mess with the canon. And I right, really, a way they could do it, at least with Obi-Wan and Anakin, is see both of them, but they never meet. Yeah, have them never meet. But them like, separately. You could follow yeah. all these guys separate separately. And maybe, like, they're having visions of each other, but they're not... Like almost do it how this upcoming Tales of the Jedi is going to do it, where it's like you pick three focuses and two episodes each and just focus on them. So focus on Obi-Wan, focus on Leia and focus on Vader and then cross cut a little back and forth. Like something that I think would be kind of sick, like going based on like the Marvel's uh, the Marvel's the Marvel run of comics Uh um, with Vader. Um. Like the the famous you know uh, Vader comics and all that, right. I would love to see a series that adapts the Vader. Arc. Yeah, that'd be so cool. It'd just be an interesting concept, and then it would give us a way where we don't have to see Kenobi. I really don't think there's a need right. for a season two. It'd be yeah. awesome if they find a way, but they it's can not find necessary. a way to do it. But yeah, so yeah, yeah. So I think that'll do it for our thoughts on Kenobi as as a whole. Um, Keep on the lookout for more mini episodes of everything coming out that we can keep up with. (laughs) Um, And then we'll have 
our first big episode dropping here in a few, probably in a week or in a week or two. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on Daniel Nathan's Pop Culture Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs>